Hey folks, welcome to another episode of The Natural Medic Adventures. My name is Craig, The Natural Medic, and this is the first edition of our Fireside Chats. And I have a special guest this week. Yes? Howdy, y'all. This is Mark from Camping Forge. Yeah. We're out here on uh, beautiful Lake Texoma, located, of course, on the borders of the states of Texas. I almost said Arkansas. And Oklahoma. I don't know why I said Arkansas, but anyway, I can edit this out. Or not. And we have been on the Cross Timbers Hiking Trail, which if you're not aware of that, it is a uh, 15-mile trail located in north-central Texas, just above the metroplex of Dallas-Fort Worth, also known as DFW. It's a nice trail located on the southern shore, so on the Texas side of Lake Texoma. And Mark and I have attempted that today, and we are actually camping right now for our overnight at a camp on the trail called the Five Mile Camp. So here we are. Now, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of it as a beginner backpacking trail? What do I think of the Cross Timbers as a backpacking trail for beginners? Hmm. I think it's got enough challenges, but it has enough easy terrain, and you have access. You're going along the lakeshore the whole time. Now, you are on some bluffs, so it is a little bit hard sometimes to get down to to the lake to obtain water. Filtered water, of course. We don't want to abdicate anybody drinking water directly out of the lake, (laughs) because that would be bad. There are little creatures in there that could hurt you, so beginners don't do that. But it is uh, relatively easy. You do have water. And you have a lot of ups and downs, so you have some challenges and some rewards for doing said challenges. So that's kind of my take. What do you think? Yeah, I would say it's a backpacking trail with training wheels. It's uh, You've got the, the true experience of going up and down, some rough terrain. You'll have some loose rocks. You'll definitely, in DFW, we have a lot of hiking trails, but most of them, as Craig and I said, are, they're, they're concrete in trees. They're paved trails in, in, in the woodlands. Out here, you, there's no paved trails. You are you really do feel like a backpacking hiking experience. It, and uh, but on the same side, there's easy access to the water. Heck, you're never more than a couple miles away from a main road. So if you really had to bail out, there's several ways uh, to bail out to to get help. And, oh, oh heck, finally, we were always in cell phone coverage the entire time. Which yeah. I know a lot of people say oh, that's awful, but as I can confirm today, doing a discover a new feature on my phone, it's called airplane mode. And if you turn that on, you can't <laughs> use the phone as a phone. But on the other hand, all seriousness, you never know what might happen on a hiking adventure. So ability to be able to get help calling for help on a trail like this, which is still always in cell phone coverage. Uh, and people know it's well maintained by the Army Corps of Engineers and get help. So again, I think it's an excellent training ground for, for people who are just thinking about getting into backpacking. I agree. I agree. There's a lot of there's a lot of pluses, very few minuses. Of course, the main minus coming up in the next <laughs> couple of weeks, it's going to be hot. It's really uncomfortable to hike in the heat, especially in Texas, because in this part of Texas, north central Texas, it also has some humidity. It just becomes miserable. Just to keep that in mind, you really don't want to be out hiking in 90 degree, 100 degree weather with a backpack because it's pretty stressful. <laughs> and you could sweat your butt off and be laying there and not, not be in a good, <laughs> not be in a good way. All right, so our next one uh-huh. is we're going to compare uh, our, our sleeping arrangements for tonight. Tent, cam- <clears throat> tent camping. Yeah, I'll say. So the next, 
Our next question is based on how our sleeping arrangements for tonight. Craig is going to be sleeping in a tent and I'm going to be cowboy camping, which means I'm not sleeping without it. I'm sleeping without a tent. Craig, what's your thoughts on like the benefits of like, why do you think people like should have a, a tent? Most of the camping that I've done has been in a tent. I have done cowboy camping. We'll get to that in a minute. In this part of the state, you can get some, some pretty good rain showers and they're not always as they say meteorology is not exactly an exact science so there are some times when you're out there cowboy camping just laying on a tarp or uh, a piece of tyvek or whatever and uh, you get a little surprise rainstorm and you get wet so you know being in a tent you have a little more protection from the elements whether that be rain some snow maybe does snow up here sometimes believe it or not here in good old north texas and you, you I don't know. I think some people probably gain a bit of security from being enclosed in a structure of sorts. And they just being exposed to the elements in a cowboy camp style may not be what they're really into. However, if they haven't tried it, I definitely encourage you to try it under the right conditions. I would say the benefits to, to cowboy camping is you don't have to carry a tent. Even the lighter weight tents can be a little heavy. And they're sometimes a little cumbersome to set up. you got to find certain conditions and flat spots to set them up and so on and so forth it's that's some down parts and then, and plus tents depending on what you know particular model you want and what features some of those name brand ones can be expensive so that's some things to think about because when you're cowboy camping basically you can just fly find you a reasonably flat surface spread out something ground cover tyvek tarp whatever put your sleeping bag your sleeping pad down and you're there for the night the setup is simple but again you have to think about Exposure to the elements. You also might have something like bugs or snakes or whatever that could, you know, come and bother you during the night. But I'll let Mark handle the. His, it, his, uh, yeah. So I've literally wrote the book on cowboy camping. So I'm fond of it. But like Craig talked about, there are challenges which you just have to be prepared for before you go out there. The biggest one is whether there, you can configure your tarp. You always have a tarp with you when you cowboy camp, and you can always configure it to become shelter for you in a variety of, of configurations. The, but I'll, I'll admit, I think the biggest, the biggest fear people always have is wildlife when you're sleeping on the ground. The reality is that wildlife's not going to come bother you if you're sleeping down. I have done extensive research on, on snakes. I guess I'm looking out of our lake tonight here in, in warm weather. I might be doing some empirical research. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first-hand person research of snakes crawling into a sleeping bag after you in the sleeping bag. You should always, but for example, if you are going to cowboy camp and you've got snakes around, you never unroll your sleeping bag until you're ready to crawl in it. Tonight, I don't even know if I'm going to use a sleeping bag. I'm just going to go over there uh, with, a, with a coat and lie down. Craig is now officially giving me, what are you thinking, dude? <laughs> Look, but I, I am, I'm hardcore. But I'll just say this. I don't think this is necessarily, I don't, I'm not saying this, to, this is the only way to camp. I, in many ways, I'm doing this because I just don't like setting tents up and down. This is so fast. I threw it down. I'm ready to go. I'll have my sleeping bag next to me. There's no rain in the forecast, and uh, but I am the rain. I'm notorious for having no rain in the forecast, and then rain shows up. So if it does start raining, I'll just I'll get my shelter set up very quickly. But finally, I would say the the final thing, more seriously, about why people uh, don't like to cowboy camp in Texas is and is a real concern is bugs like you, if you've got mosquitoes out then you're they can definitely bother you but once you're under your sleeping bag they can't get you there and you can wear a bug net there's ways to deal with it i they don't bother me okay very good all right our next question all right our, our third question is uh-huh 
mountain house versus tuna for backpacking? Okay, yeah. Important question. We definitely had uh, different, I won't say philosophies, but we had different meals, for lack of a better term. And Mark had tuna fish. I'm not sure what, we'll talk about that in a minute, what varieties he had. He had he did have star kiss, so he had the, the cream of the crop as far as tuna fish is concerned. And I do like tuna fish, but I mentioned to him whenever I whenever we got to back to camp here and set up for the night, I said, I really, after a long day of hiking, I like to have a hot meal. Uh, and, and to me, it really doesn't matter if it's 32 degrees, 40 degrees, 50 degrees, 70 degrees. I think it's around 70 degrees right now. Um, supposed to get down, I think, a little bit lower tonight in the, in the 60s. But I just, I like having that hot meal. And Mountain House, along with many other brands, I'm not going to just say Mountain House is the, the backpackers brand to buy. I would say that they make a good meal. They've been making a good meal for a long time. I think I remember eating Mountain House meals back in Scouts, which was back in the 80s and 90s. Back when I was a preteen and a teen and first starting backpacking. <laughs> And it's pretty user-friendly. You just put the water in, the hot water, boiling water, and you stir it around. You wait till it gets reconsolidated from the water absorbing into the dehydrated food. You stir it again, let it sit. And so in less than 10 minutes or so, well, 15 minutes sometimes, so you got a meal. Now, on the other hand, tuna fish. Open the packet. This is my take. Hang on. Mark's getting a little eager for answer to the question here. He's, he's a avid proponent of tuna fish and i am too when i go to subway sandwiches i get a tuna fish sandwich a lot of times and i heat it so if that makes me weird i'm okay with that tuna fish open the foil packet you dump it out onto some bread or a tortilla or you just eat it right out of the packet whatever simple so we're seeing that mark is a man of simplicity he likes the simple things in life and that is okay that is okay so, Mark, what's your take? Yeah, if it was colder, I'd been more inclined to say wanting a warm meal. But with tonight, we're, it's, this is an overnight. I didn't have any Mountain House stuff ready at home. I just, I like the idea of I just. I totally could have hooked you up, bro. <laughs> I, I said, yeah. Anyway, Craig just said if he couldn't pick it up, that he could have totally hooked me up at Mountain House. But anyway, I, I uh, the thing is, a couple of things actually. Seriously, one is I didn't need to have a hat meal. Uh, the tuna fish, you, like I said, I like the fact that it's just like my cowboy camping. It's simple. Open a packet and we're ready to go. The third thing, too, in a serious part of this is that if you're going to use a dehydrated meal, you do have to make sure you have water. And when we came out, like we didn't know part of being on this particular trail, you don't actually know where you're going to camp for a night. And so we did end up with a spot that was very easy access to the water, which again, we have to either we had to we had to make it safe to drink and but i drink a lot of water i went through two liters just i actually three liters today just mm -hmm. through hiking and so yeah. i would have hate to worried about that come to camp and find out then having to get water just to make food i just would have been something i just didn't want to deal with but these are things you had to think about when you're going backpacking there the, the meal choices we make that, that there's considerations but i want to say something I've been on trips where we cooked gourmet meals. Now, we were carrying a lot of stuff, bottles of fancy sauces and fresh basil. One of our guides was a professional chef. We ate really good. But in the hand, if I saw myself, yeah, I'm just going to open a pack of tuna and call it a day. But we got one final bonus question for today. And that's... Okay. Yeah. That is, talk about how do we meet backpacking 
like people to go back. <laughs> okay. How do you meet people to go backpacking with? Well, that's a tough question sometimes because I actually live, Mark actually lives over here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I actually live in East Texas. I actually live within, I can be in Louisiana in about 25 minutes. So I'm very close to the Louisiana border. I'm about an hour south of uh, Arkansas as well. So I don't have, it's more rural over there. I don't have a whole lot of people that I know, a lot of small towns and stuff. Not a lot of people that just want to go out and carry a bunch of stuff on their back. I'm making, I'm making funny uh, light of this. There's more to it than that as, you, as if you're interested in backpacking. There's a lot more to it than just carrying stuff on your back and just, hey, we're going to camp here for the night. But to put it simply, that's what people, a lot of people that don't know about backpacking, that's what they think about. I'm going to carry all this crap on my back, and then I'm going to go out in the woods. You know, and they're like, oh, I'd rather just put that stuff in my car and go camping at the state park. And that was my redneck voice, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> but the, the hardest thing is meeting people that have common interests. And in this day and age, we have a lot of social media, like Facebook, Instagram, that kind of thing. And Facebook has a thing called groups. And there's all kinds of groups. You could probably find a group for your area. Unfortunately, in my area, there is not a specific group. I'm trying to work on developing one, but it's not there for people that kind of want to connect to, to go backpacking. Because you can absolutely go solo. I've gone solo backpacking, you know, several times in the last six or seven months. I feel pretty confident that I can do it just about anywhere. That's always the most fun. So I think what we, we determined, we, we met actually on a, on a, a backpacking Facebook group. I don't remember which one, but because uh, we're in a couple of different ones together, I think. But we just, you know, connected there, started talking to each other and saying, hey, I'm, a, I'm in Texas. Well, I'm in Texas, too. Hey, we could maybe we could meet and do some trips together because we talked about some of our experiences that we've had before. And so we were like, let's do it. So this is actually our first time earlier today was our first time actually meeting in person. Now, we've talked on Facebook when we you know, talked briefly on the not really the phone, but the Facebook phone. <laughs> That's one thing that we were able to do. Made a good connection, and we have a lot of common things besides backpacking and that we like, growing up in the same era and all that kind of stuff. But that's one area you can definitely check into is Facebook groups specific to your area, possibly, but you can probably find some, make a post and say, hey, I'm in the area, and is anybody interested in going on a trip? And then you kind of... Have to be uh, have to play it safe and don't don't just take any random person. But have to vet that person first on both sides of the equation. You got any comments there, Mark? Yeah, I know. I say Facebook groups are always a good thing. There's another website called Meetup. Pretty much any major metropolitan will have an outdoors yeah. group, and that's the place we're at. The reason why I know about this place even exists was because there's a, a couple. There's been a, a backpacking group on Meetup for DFW that this is where they've come. And so when Craig and I started talking about where could we go, I said, this is the pot spot I've thought. And I've really, all my friends I now have as adult friends, uh, I've met through either Facebook camping groups or Meetup camping groups. And uh, so I think that's the really the best way to go about it, If assuming current friends and family who want to go packing with you. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, Meetup is another good one. Now, unfortunately, in my area, I do have a Shreveport group. So I'm about an hour from Shreveport, Louisiana. And it's a pretty good-sized metro. Not as big as DFW, of course, but I have a meetup group that I'm a member of. But because they always seem to have scheduled events when I'm not available to go. And it's, it's already an hour. Meetup is not as good for me. But anyway, I'm willing to go a little further to do things with people. 
that are, have common interests, but and it's just kind of, I know it's tough out there. If you're looking for people to do things with, go on backpacking trips or whatever, look into meetup, look into Facebook groups, and maybe somebody will answer the call when the bat signal goes out, so to speak. All right. We've covered a lot of ground, both on the podcast and, and today, because we walked about six, walked about six miles, I think, total, somewhere around there. And uh, it was up and down, somewhat challenging at times, but for the most part, it's very doable. And it was warm today. That's pretty much how our day went. Anything else we want to talk about, Mark? That's it. That's it. Okay. We're at 20-minute mark on the recording. I'm probably going to edit this a little bit, of course, on the before I put it out there. But anyway, we just decided to do this at random, <laughs> just to try it and see what it, see if you liked it. If you did like it, do a review on whatever podcast directory you listen on. Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Amazon, whatever. Or send me an email. My email's on the Contact Me page. Send me an email and tell me what you think. As always, we try to keep you informed and bring cool, interesting topics to you to make you a better backpacker, whether you're a beginner or a intermediate or more advanced try to offer somebody something for everybody but definitely thank you for listening and i guess we will see you next time see you on the trail